Thank you for downloading Three Idgits in a Pod. We just have a quick announcement before we get started. Supernatural is a show that often deals with sensitive topics in a less than sensitive way. Please check the show notes for episode-specific content warnings if this is concerning to you. Again, thanks for listening and enjoy the show. And thank you for downloading this episode of Three Idgits in a Pod, a sibling supernatural rewatch podcast. I am a host, Margaret Downs. I'm a host, Patricia Downs. And I'm another host, Bridget Downs. And today we're going to talk about Season 2, Episode 5, Simon Said. But first, how are we doing today? Pretty good. I had my class, my last class today. Ah. Um, it went really well. The one person who showed up... Mm who's been consistently showing up okay. was uh, almost done her project and I was hoping for a day that both of them would show up at I know the same at the same time, time. The, the, I mean, nope. the, the, the final is the day where you expect the whole class to just show up but yeah no nope. skip right. the final oh no yeah so well she's not in the not really in the class <laughs> oh that's too bad yeah but this one lady her project is turning out really well and she does have a few more steps until it's finished, but she's going to send me a picture of it when it's done. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's um, it's going to be good. Good. And she had fun? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Good. Yesterday, I had an art show thingy. Uh, it was the, it was the, like, Adirondack Arts and Crafts something something mm-hmm. yeah. festival thingy. Um, and I had a booth there where I was selling my prints. It was from... Like, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m., and at, like, 11, I had already made, like, 130 bucks. Nice. By the end of the day, I was at, I had made a total of $446. That's very good. That's amazing. For, like, $5 prints. Yeah. 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 That's that's a lot of people buying prints. Yeah. That's good. And people buying prints and taking my business cards mm-hmm. and being like, oh, yeah, I t- definitely want to buy, like, more of your art in the future. So... Did, have you opened up an Etsy? Uh, I want to. I have I have an Etsy, technically, but I have not opened... I have not done the, like, full thing where you take the pictures of your products and you, like, upload them. But when I do, I will be consistent stocking stuff up there. Mm-hmm. I have not done that yet because mom has to help me with it. And she was like, oh, yeah, I'll do that. And I'm like, okay. That was like a year ago. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because once you do that, then people who take your business cards can, you know, buy those prints from your shop and you can send them to them. Can you link an Etsy on your card? You can put whatever you want on a business card. You mean like a QR code? Or a QR code would do it. But do you you mean just like put a a link? Well, yeah, you can, I mean, put, you can you write put, whatever you want on your. On your you, you, you can put or no, I'm, whatever I'm, you want on I mean, card. like, um, or no, I don't know what. I had a valid question that I was asking, but I don't <laughs> remember what I was asking. Um, Did you mean like link to an Etsy on your Instagram? Because you can have like one link on your Instagram, and it can I want to have I want to have a link tree on my Instagram. Because those are cool. Right, you, right, right. It's but, a thing but, where you but, can what click are, on the link tree, and then when you click on it, it brings up. A whole bunch of links to oh. so many different things that you have. Cool. So, so it, because on Instagram you can only have one link to In one your bio, thing. yeah. Right. So, what other things would you be linking to? Uh, like my TikTok, 
or my Twitter, which you don't use very consistently. Well, on TikTok, I would be linking the podcast, which I link, and my Instagram. I would be linking both of those. Right, but I meant Twitter. You, yeah, you're, I know. You're not pretty good I was trying to come up with ideas, but actually mm-hmm. on Instagram, I would be linking TikTok, our podcast, and when I come up with an Etsy, I would link my Etsy. If I make a website, mm-hmm. I could make link mm-hmm. a website. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 But I mean, my phone number's on the card. And I've, <laughs> I ax- I changed my username from, it used to be like Bridget Karen or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I changed it recently. So <laughs> now I've been just like, people are taking my business cards and I've had to like chase them down and be like, wait, I changed my Instagram. Let me write it down on the back of the card. Oh, no. <laughs> like, like, at, and, and they'd be like, oh, thank you. And I'm like, okay. But the people that, like, actually want to contact me and be like, oh, yes, thank you. And, like, let me write it down. And people that just, like, take it because they don't want to actually look at my stuff and they just want to look like they're being nice and considerate are like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because some people are like, oh, hmm, yes. Mm-hmm. Hmm. They're like, oh, yes, I'll take your card. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, whatever. You always get those. Mm-hmm. I feel bad because I've done that, but it's whatever. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. Then I look at... Then I sometimes look at the business cards that I've taken from, like, booths at, like, vendors, mm-hmm. like, at the artisan markets and stuff, and I, like, looking at their Instagrams and stuff, and I'm like, actually, some of this stuff looks cool. I don't have any money, though. Yeah. <laughs> now yeah. you do. I know I do. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta save it for Christmas, though. Yes. You know what I'm thinking about? No, you know what I'm thinking about? For for uh, getting... I, That's the I, thing, I, though. I'm thinking about stuff for myself. <laughs> Things to get yourself for yeah. Christmas. That's not really what that, well, Christmas is. Well, Seasons four. <laughs> I know. Or you can always get yourself like one thing. Yeah, one thing. <laughs> wait, wait, you. But yeah, but you gotta wait till after yeah. Christmas to yeah. do that. Yeah, I'm you can do it before Christmas. What are you talking about? <laughs> you should wait until after Christmas. Yeah, well, here's the thing. I have more shows coming up, and I'm probably gonna be making. Some more money. Who knows? You never know what the crowds are going to be like. But yeah, I usually make over one hundred at a show. You say usually. How many shows have you done that, that you're that you're factoring into this into this data? Four shows. And and the thing that I've been thinking about thinking about getting a PC. You have a Chromebook. I know, but for gaming. You want to start gaming? Mm-hmm. Because, you you got because. you got to then not spend your money. I know. But, but here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I don't have any room in my room. You have a desk. Yeah, but the desk doesn't have any room. Because it's full of, like, paper clips and stuff. You could move those. You could move all your stuff on your elsewhere, desk. Elsewhere. And, the, and then your desk would be for your computer. Mm-hmm. That's true. And then... So you want, like, a desktop? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And a big tower? <laughs> what? No, I that, probably that's want, what a desktop that's, is. That's what well, the computer is. I guess I'd probably that's what, that's what a that's what a real gaming PC is. I probably want like a not like a true gaming PC because those are super super expensive. I probably yeah. want like the cheaper version of it because I was talking to one of my friends about it, and there are cheaper options that there's like a mini version that you can get that is still like a gaming PC, but it is it is mini. It this is gonna require this is not an impulse purchase. I know this is not something you just go and buy. I know this is something that requires 
requires more research uh, and maybe more research than just, hey, my friend said there's a mini a mini computer <laughs> that you can play games on. <laughs> because, I mean, like, I could play Tetris on my old flip phone. But, like, that's... <laughs> I got any games on your phone? <laughs> you got games on your phone. <laughs> So you, yeah, you ha- you have room in your room for a computer. You just have to move all of your your junk off your desk. It's not junk. The, like your paperclip towel bowl and your and tower. Your, it's your, a bowl. I do use my paperclips. You got a lot of other just like stuff <laughs> down your desk. <laughs> They're office supplies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have a lamp. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? You don't even like that. I don't think you like that lamp. It's anyway. very bright. Yeah, I don't like that lamp. Well, how am I supposed to get light in my room? You have other yeah. lights. Or that, that are so <laughs> that are so dim. Anyway, I have you three have a, lamps in my room, and together, combined, you have a desk. They, they get like... You, you have a desk, which is my desk, by the way. <laughs> it's a beautiful desk. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, I was going to say, you persuaded people to buy your art. <laughs> did you? Did, did, did you? Did you like walk up to people and say, "Hey, buy my art"? And they're like, "Yeah, I feel compelled to do so." <laughs> hmm. No, kind of the opposite because you were like, "Yeah, one <laughs> woman, one woman." I told her, "Hey, you don't have to you? buy this." Yeah, I was like, "Hey, you don't have to be spending so much money." <laughs> oh my god, really? You did? Because yeah. she was like, she was like, "Oh my god, it's Christmas time!" Yeah, and she was like buying like. She had a whole pile, and I was like, um, you know that the big prints are 20 bucks, and she had, like, a stack of five prints, and she was like, oh, don't worry, I'm just sifting through these, I gotta figure out which ones I want, I'm like, okay, just wanted to to let you know, I don't want you to, you know, be wasting your money, she was like, what, don't, it's Christmas, (laughs) she's like, don't, don't be saying that to your customers, and I'm like, okay, yeah, I mean, don't, I know, I know, I know, trick them into buying your stuff, yeah, I gotta be a con man, gotta be Grunkle Stan, (laughs) (laughs) you haven't seen Gravity Falls, no, now that's a man, (laughs) who can Uh, trick people into buying stuff, are you familiar with the premise of Gravity Falls? No. You have to watch that show. It's a pretty good, it's a it's a pretty good, good show. show. It's a pretty good show. It's, it's really just two funny. seasons. It's pretty short. A couple of kids are sent to stay with their great uncle for the summer okay. in uh, rural Oregon. Not a bad great uncle. He's actually... He's... No, <laughs> he's. I mean, he's not like mean to no, them. No, I mean, he and he's but doing he's, his. He's, he's doing his best. He's a con man. Oh, okay. And he runs like a tour. He runs a tourist trap called the Mystery Shack. <laughs> where it's like, look at this horrifying thing that I found in the woods, and it's just something with like, like you know, glued animal bits together. Yeah, like it's the cryptonomica. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's the cryptonomica. That's that's their that's their uncle. That's funny. Uh, their great uncle, and like but he's like a teddy bear, you know. Once you get once you get to know him, I and mean, once you get to know him, he's still kind of shitty, but he's like, <laughs> dude, he's doing his best. But he does care about them. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, absolutely, he cares about them. He's still, he's still kind of a shitty con oh, man. Oh yeah, of course he's a shitty con man. <laughs> and there's, you know, all the like the local characters, <laughs> and, you know, the local local yeah. townspeople and the guy, the maintenance guy who works there. And the whole, the thing about the show is there are weird things happening yeah. in and around weird like the, cryptids the, and like monsters, of course. Su- yeah, other you know, lots of supernatural stuff happening around the woods, and their uncle never sees any of it. He <laughs> thinks, and and the the kids, the the, the Twins are always involved in like ghosts and you know vampires and all that all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. 
cute. And that's how they spend their summer. It's a, it's a cute, it's a cute show. Yeah. <laughs> yes, B. Grunkle Stan. <laughs> that's his name. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, uncle's... uncle, great uncle Stanford Pines. Grunkle? Great uncle, Grunkle, Grunkle Stan. Yeah. <laughs> so he tells them to call him Grunkle. Yeah, he's their, he's their Grunkle. <laughs> <laughs> And I like that. Do you know do you know the meme where it's the guy that's like looking at something and he goes, oh, this, this is beautiful. Yeah. yeah that's, that's, that's him. him. That's, that's him. him. That's okay. him. Oh, this. This is beautiful. <laughs> it was him. it was him looking at a suit like a sad clown painting. <laughs> and his his nemesis is like a faith faith healer preacher type <laughs> a nine year old. <laughs> He's a little kid. Little Gideon. Little Gideon. And that's his nemesis. That's really funny. <laughs> He's so, I don't know, Stan's like 80. Yeah. <laughs> and his nemesis is a, is a little kid. It's great. And, like, he's always getting in trouble with the cops and, you know... Tax fraud. Ta- tax fraud and <laughs> counterfeit money and, you know, crime that he's getting the kids involved with, too. Teaching bears how to drive. Teaching bears how to drive. <laughs> Now the yellow, that means you go super fast. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Like, that sort of behavior. <laughs> Love it. Grunkle Stan, are you wearing a blindfold? <laughs> nah, but with these cataracts, I might as well be. What is that, a woodpecker? <laughs> yeah. It's a good, a good, a good spooky, spooky show. Good show. Mm-hmm. Nice. Although not really spooky. Because it's Cartoon it? Network. No! It's Disney. <laughs> okay! <laughs> no, no, no. Because my brain just went... Disney XD, yeah. Yeah, it's Disney because uh, uh, Alex Hirsch wanted it to be kind of more spooky. Yes. But they limited in a lot of stuff. And it, it probably could have been spookier if it were on Cartoon Network. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's got some spooky shows. Classically, yeah. Courage, Courage. the Cowardly, the Cowardly, Cowardly Dog, Dog. Was, was on Cartoon Network. Was, I remember that. I barely re- like. I remember maybe it being on and being way too scared, and then having to turn it off. Yeah, I think you cried one time. I bet I did. So I was watching it at Grandma's house. Yes, and it did scare me, but I was also like intrigued, intrigued. Yeah, got fascinated. Trauma- I got traumatized by it. I think, I think it made you cry. Yeah. Especially the depictions of it being about, like, a traumatic or uh, an abusive household. And I don't know about that. I haven't heard much about that. Well, then there were some correlations of it about... There were some things about being, like, having abusive relationships with it. I was just watching it while it was on as as a kid, and I was like, this is scary, and they're getting abducted by aliens. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, possessed and stuff. And the, uh, the old, like, and, like, it's, it's, it's an old couple, which is inherently scary. Yeah. Yeah. They're, yeah. They're, it's creepy old people on a scary, desolate farm, mm-hmm. and they're constantly getting possessed by ghosts and abducted by aliens, and there's centipede monsters in the basement, and, yeah, it was terrifying. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of having nightmares. Okay. Did, did, do you remember if Courage gave you nightmares, or? I don't get nightmares, really. I just get so traumatized during the day. That I can't stop thinking about it by accident. Uh, intrusive thoughts and thought spirals. Yes. Yep. So I don't get nightmares, mm. really. Mm. I, but do you do you dream? Not as often as I used to. I don't know why, but lately I just. I mean, I probably do. I just haven't been remembering them. Um, well, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, like, yeah. Dream, dream, dreams you remember. Right. No, not recently. I don't know why. 
You dream a lot. Yeah. I actually, I did have a dream <laughs> the other night. I just remember a dream I had the other day. Well, you tell your dream. You know how the, the walls are different lengths here? Yes. And how there's like yeah. a three foot gap of space? I had a dream there was like a whole other room in there. <laughs> <laughs> That, like, a secret room. There was a secret room that went the length of the house, <laughs> which was like cool. But it had, but it was like, like, like as if I were discovering this very, like, very cool thing with like ominous music cues happening in the background. Mm. And I, and I was like, like this is, hmm, <laughs> huh. uh, um, um, who's do- playing do- that music? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was like, do I? Uh, do- I'm getting the feeling that I should be concerned about this. <laughs> Is there a legit, just like ominous feeling? It's like it's just a room. Ominous feeling. Like, are you gonna elaborate? <laughs> what about this secret room is ominous? I'm just see. There's like a couch and a rug, and I'm like, I'm like, what? It's just it's nicely lit. Like it's just kind of like dusty. Like wh- elaborate. It was like like feel ominous. Just like, and that was the whole dream. <laughs> it was like, and nothing happened. Just no, no nothing. Nothing like actually. There there was some like of the having difficulty moving. Right. Yeah. Those are the, if I have dreams, those are the ones that I have usually. It's yeah. the like, I have to pull my legs I forward with my hands. Or you're swimming through the air. Like, you're, yeah. you're trying to, you're like up yeah, on your tippy toes and you're yeah, swimming. I'm like, I pull yeah, the grabbing, air. Grabbing, grab like, the grabbing air. a door frame and yeah. hauling yourself forward. Yeah. Or there was one, like, I was like, I have an idea. I know. Uh, like, I fell down on the ground and started to roll. Like, I was like, <laughs> because, because this will work. Yeah. Because dream logic. Because, because I wasn't, wa- like, my legs were just weren't moving, but I was like, my arms are so I'm just gonna roll down the hallway now. <laughs> it worked, kind of. So it, That's so, usually what ticks me off, or like what what uh, as it like being a dream. It like tips me off that um that I am dreaming, yeah. and I can't control it after that. But I can but you're, I, you're, I but recognize. Kind of, I'm like, oh well, I don't actually run like this in real life. Yeah, this, this is, is this is, this is this dream is, running. This is dream running. So I must be dreaming. Yeah. But then I'm like, well, I'm in a dream. I can't do anything about that right now. Oh, well. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> um, yeah, so there there was some of that. There was, like, dif- having some difficulty moving and, like, mm-hmm. getting, like, s- like, like video games stuck in, in a space kind of yeah. kind of thing and, like, trying to, like, lean and, like, look around stuff because I couldn't actually move. And, like, a, you, know, you know, getting stuck and couldn't move and it was like, you feel ominous about this. I was like, okay, but why? <laughs> Like, okay, okay. There's no, I don't see ghosts or anything. It's, it's like, well, there was a secret room behind your room. It's like, and? <laughs> okay. Like, I, and in the back of my mind, like, I don't think the dimensions of this work with this house. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I don't think this is right. Something seems off. <laughs> I don't think this, this actually fits in here. <laughs> my dream was that we dad and I came home from like I don't know what it was we came home from something and we were like oh no someone must have left the door open Maisie got outside because she's in the trees (laughs) (laughs) oh She was just like standing, like just like per- like normally standing, but like, just like like video game glitch, yeah, video glitch game up into glitch, a tree like, in the trees. <laughs> and Maisie like, is a dog, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And like we weren't like confused as to how she got up in like, the trees. We know like it's normal how Maisie's in the trees. We were like, oh no, the door's open, so she got out. She's in the tree. <laughs> <laughs> We like, gotta get her out. Like, I'm picturing, like, Skyrim horse, like, on the side of a mountain. Yes, like, yes. like, like, just, just normal. She was just like, yes, she just was just, just standing the, the there. She was just standing there, like, normally. And I was just, and 
dead, and everyone's just like, oh no. Oh no, she's glitched into the, the tree. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. <laughs> Amazing. It's broken. <laughs> oh no! Our table! It's broken! <laughs> Yeah, nothing more interesting than other people's dreams. Mm-hmm. I think we've asked for this before, but hey, email us, listeners, and tell us your dreams. Yes. <laughs> I will read them out loud. <laughs> Not You're on the show, but if if, 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 unless they say they want yeah, it to if be you, done. If you yeah. want me to read them, I will read them out loud. We should have a segment. <laughs> we should have a story dreams. A dream time segment. Is this, is this how we get engagement? Yeah. Is, is send us your dreams and we'll read them aloud? <laughs> Dream time segment. Woo! Okay. Yeah. Yeah. If, if, you know, we'll, if we deem them appropriate and you send us your dreams and tell us you you want us to, we'll read them aloud on the air. (laughs) This is, this is how we get our listeners engagement. Yes. That's how we get our numbers up. (laughs) All right. Speaking of dreams and visions and premonitions. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Hoping that 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 Maisie clipping up into a tree is not, <laughs> not a pre- premonition, <laughs> or a vision about our sim- the simulation we're living in. Um, let's jump into season two, episode five. Simon said. So our writer today is Ben Edlund. This is the first episode of Supernatural that we've gotten to that he's written. He will stay with the show as a writer through season eight. Oh, oh okay. He's written a number of uh, kind of famous episodes okay. that come up in the future. So in- interesting to see him popping up um, in an earlier episode here with a, like a plot episode. And our director today is a one-off director, Tim Iacofano. Mm-hmm. Wow. I don't... Mm, I-A-C-O-F-A-N-O. <laughs> I'm, gu- right. I'm guessing how to say that last name. He's uh, been a director. He's like one of those directors who's directs on a whole bunch of TV shows and produces a bunch of stuff. Right. This is just a one-off for him. Aired October 26th, uh, 2006. We get... We're, we're, it seems we're settling into a, uh, a pretty standard type of opening. Yeah. It, we open with our tagline and our fire then... And then we jump in with, you know, the things that they want us to remember coming into yeah. this episode. Sam's nightmares. Yes. Yep, Sam's got nightmares that turn into visions that are premonitions. Something about the demon. He's got plans for kids like Sam, like Max. It's like, remember that Max was a character from season one. Yeah. Max had powers. And uh, then the, did he say anything to you? No. no. About uh, about John? Yes. We, we see, remember at the end of last season, John said something to Dean. Whatever he said upset Dean. Dean is not dealing with that and is not saying anything. So here we are with the Winchester boys <laughs> keeping secrets from each other, <laughs> and it's going to cause problems. Yay. We're at that part of the cycle. <laughs> Dean, use your words. <laughs> Now, fire. Again, they're, they, apparently they're just going to stop telling us where we are. I know. Yeah. yeah. Which I dislike. Like, I, we learn later, but they're going to stop just telling us at the very beginning. I don't like they? that. Guthrie, Oklahoma? Oh. 
Okay. I didn't I, I, learn that yeah, later. later. But I don't like that. I wish no. they would keep telling us where they are. I want them to tell us where they are. Yeah. yeah. I do too. Give us some context. Yeah. It's basic, I guess, context clues and setting, you know? Like, I, don't, I mean, that was a thing through the whole first season, and I liked being told where we were. Yeah. I don't like not, not knowing where we are. Yeah. <laughs> Just as some other place in the United States. I don't know. I like knowing where we are. Mm-hmm. So, but the, but the clock tower t- tells us that it's just afternoon. 1221-ish. Ish. There are pedestrians on like a cobbled sidewalky area with trees. And a man receives a cell phone call of doom. Mm-hmm. Hello? Yeah. And then his demeanor changes. Like his face goes slack. And we see sort of like a like hazy images of this guy with a gun. He goes, all right. And then it shows another flash of him cocking the gun. Goes, then he goes back to his happy demeanor. So right here, though, uh, did you recognize this actor? Yes, and he I don't know familiar. why. Um, the, this actor is Blue Mankuma. He's been in a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. I know him. From Halloween Town 2, Calabar's <laughs> Revenge. Yeah! <laughs> That's really like, funny. Uh, <laughs> you know, of Halloween Town yeah. fame. <laughs> That's, that's where I know him from. I'm sure I've seen him in other things, but... That's, that's hilarious. I saw him, I'm like, ooh, ooh, this is gonna drive me nuts. Why do I... It's because I remember there's a scene in Halloween Town 2 where they're looking, like... It's like, remember they turned... Everybody was turning gray and lifeless, yeah. and he was, like, going through his stuff looking for matching socks. Oh, yeah. That's the scene I was remembering, specifically. That's really funny. Anyway, so... <laughs> This 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 guy of of Halloween Town fame that is hilarious. Is, uh, everyone calls him Doc. So we see him after his uh, cell phone call of doom head across the street into a store and walks up to a guy leaning on a counter reading a magazine. He's at like that says guns, guns. <laughs> and it's like a seems like it's like a small town general store type yeah. of place. Like there's sporting sure specifically what they were selling. There there was a sign on the wall outside that says sporting goods, but there's also like other types of like like hardware store yeah. stuff. It, it seems like it's kind. Like a all like a general purpose small town store. Gun store in Blathburg? Walmart. Walmart would be our Yeah. Yeah, you can get guns in Walmart. Where? In the near the goods section. Yeah, near the bikes. There's there's guns? Yeah. 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 They're not like out, like it's on like behind a counter, but Yeah. yeah. You can get guns Yeah, you You can get your guns at Walmart? This is yeah, this is not new. I didn't know. That I feel like as we never walk by there. No. Even if we go to Walmart, I feel like we never walk by there. It's it's at the far, it like like a one end of the store is the grocery store. I've been stuff. to the bikes. It's the far other end of the store. I've been to the bikes. I've never seen the guns. <laughs> the well, the guns know, are there. They're, they're near the bikes. And they've also got like compound bows and, and things oh, usually yeah. too. Bows are cool. But yeah, usually, and you, usually you just have to be eight. Eight, like 18 or 21. Yeah. To buy a gun? Yeah. You don't need a, a gun permit? Depends where you are and what the rules are, but often, no. no. Oh and you don't, God. like, need a background check or anything. You can just Here's walk a in and say, of hello. bullets. Kind of. <laughs> kind of. Yeah, kind of. And, like, different types of guns, there are different rules, but... Yeah. Oh, my God. Generally speaking, no. You know, there's no rules. Yeah, I was wondering. <laughs> I was wondering why he didn't ask for any, like, permit or... Anything. Well, uh, there's also, it like... 
And you, like, you don't need a permit to, like, look at a gun. Okay. Too. But, you know, so, but also this this seems like pretty small town. He addresses right. him by name. Yeah. He calls the, the attendant Dennis mm-hmm. um, and, and asks to look at a gun. And Dennis thinks at first, like, it, like yeah, he's right, joking, like, 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 you're like, joking. you're, 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 joking, you're doing but one of your goofs. <laughs> he's like, ah, ha, ha, like, yeah, like, I know you, you, like, we've had a conversation before about how you don't like guns and whatever, like, oh, this is funny. Like, oh, oh, you're serious. serious. Yeah, he looks at him seriously. And then Dennis walks behind the counter, and Doc goes like, hmm, that, that one. one, and, like, points to a very specific gun. And uh, and Dennis is like, okay. That's a turkey hunter, 12-gauge, pump action. I, I read yeah. that as pumpatron. <laughs> <laughs> pumpatron. You know, you're pumpatron. <laughs> it's like, don't leave enough turkey behind if you ask me. Oof. And then he's like, what sort of shells does it use? So... He gets out the box of shells, shows oh, them right here, puts them on the counter, and he's like, "Hey, listen, I'm going out uh, up hunting with the boys. If you were interested in taking up the sport," and he's and like, he's oh. and, like, and like, he's like, "Oh no, you know me. I'm, these things make me nervous." And it, and like, and yeah, like, there's this this weird disconnect as he's, he's like, like handling the gun. And he starts to load it. And he's like, now this just goes in here like that. And he loads the gun. He's and like, and now, dude, now, yeah, you can't do that. Now, now Dennis is alarmed. Yep. And so are the other people in the store who've started to notice. You can't load a gun on the premises. It's illegal. Like, what are you doing? And uh, Doc just starts to say over and over, hey, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay, Everything's okay. And he just starts to say this over and over. And it oddly, like, calms Dennis down a little bit? It's because... It, it's like... It's because it's, it's, he's it's, just so... Like, this is so wild to him that he doesn't know how to react. It's, like, it's, it's, like, it's such a shocking, strange circumstance. Yeah. And there's nothing about the doc's demeanor that suggests he's about to get violent. Yeah. And it's it, it's just such like such an out-of-the-blue situation. Yeah. Doc that, that would never surreal. get a like, gun. Like, this doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And then he levels the gun at Dennis and shoots, shoots him, him point blank in the chest. And then he turns around to, like, the, the people watching who are yeah, getting what? concerned. Yeah. <laughs> and horrified. And and, and, and yeah. reassuring them. Like, oh, it's going to be okay. It's okay. It's, okay. it's going to be okay. And he looks around. Okay. You know, oh, no, no, it's okay. It's going to be okay. And takes the gun up to his own chin. Camera pans away. And we get blood splatter. On a sink. Yeah. With, like, the transition that into... Was a, that was a cool transition. Yeah, that was a cool yeah. transition. And we realize it's a it's a vision. Sam is having a vision, and he's standing in, like, a gas station bathroom, washing his hands, and he's shaking and in pain, because he's just had another vision, and, you know, runs some water on his face, and uh, doing his, you know, I have a headache, I'm in pain, vision head face yeah. thing. <laughs> Dean comes in and he's <laughs> Sam, come on, zip it. <laughs> yeah. Let's hit the road. He notices that he's not okay. No. And he's like, what? Uh, and it's obvious. He's like, oh, it, yeah, oh. Sam's having a vision. Sam's having a vision. Supernatural. <laughs> They're on the road. Um, the radio tells us they are driving through Nebraska. Yeah. And they're arguing about going to the roadhouse. Sam wants Ash to help them figure out where this is, where the vision's going to happen. And he thinks that because his visions are typically, you know, connected to the demon in some way, that this is an important lead. Dean is nervous about bringing Sam to the roadhouse mm-hmm. with his, you know, all the supernatural powers and stuff. He's nervous bringing him around other hunters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think justifiably yeah. so. The one other hunter we've had any significant dealings with was a difficult guy. Yeah. 
thought that anything supernatural was evil. Right. This would be alarming to him. <laughs> yeah. We think. Yeah. So Dean is nervous about this. And in this back and forth, calls Sam a supernatural freak. Kind of mm. jokingly. Yeah. Also kind of not. And yeah. uh, Sam does not think it's a joke. Or, you know, take it as a joke. And he's like, oh, so I'm a freak now. It's like, you've and always Dean been like, one. Dean like, <laughs> You've always been a freak. Yeah. Tries to brush it off with yeah. the humor. And like, it doesn't it, really It work. falls flat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At the roadhouse, we see Joe um, hustling poor old Ed for, yeah, for his... like Buck Hunter or whatever. She beats him pretty handily at Buck Hunter, and Ellen happens by and shows him that all the high scores are Joe's. Yeah. Poor Gamer old Ed. girl. Gamer girl. <laughs> Gamer girl Joe. The boys walk in. And like they get the uh, like the like stepping on the squeaky floorboard in the saloon treatment from a couple guys yeah. s- sitting there who like whip around and like like mm-hmm. outsiders. It's very- <laughs> who's just entered the door. Yeah. <laughs> but like I don't know if they had told them like, hey, we're Sam and Dean. It's it's we're it's, the Winchesters. It's either you know like outsiders or like the big shot coming into the saloon, yeah. like like the double door entrance I don't know. type I of think feel. It kinda looked it was like, kind of funny. Oh. Mm. The, well, Dean like, like gives those guys a look like like what? Yeah, yeah. what? Go back to whatever you're doing. <laughs> and go fish. <laughs> Joe comes over when the boys come in uh, to say hi, and Dean's like, "Oh hey, Joe, how are you doing?" Sam has a gives her a very brusque. Mm-hmm. Where's Ash? <laughs> <laughs> in his back room. Great, and I'm fine. <laughs> like, like, hi, bye, Sam. And Dean's like, "Sorry, he's." We're kind of on a timetable, and she brushes past her, and she's like, hello, uh, hello, hello. Oh, you too. <laughs> Sam go- is knocking on Ash's door, and the sign on Ash's door. Dr. Badass is in. Yeah, the little, like, flippy sign yeah. to show whether he's in or not, and it's Dr. Badass. I like it. Oh, Ash. <laughs> um, Sam knocks a couple of times, and then Dean knocks and addresses him as Dr. Badass, and then Ash answers the door naked. Yes. He's fully naked? Yes. He only cracks the door a little. So and it's I like half of his face and half of I his thought, body. I thought seen. he was just like wearing underwear or something. Well, we, it's true. We don't see him full frontal, but... Um, it's implied. The implicate Because we've seen people in their underwear before, that they're not showing us that he's wearing underwear. It's implied that he is naked, especially That's because... That's his back muscles and... Uh, okay. Okay. Especially because when Dean sees him open the door, he whips around and looks away. Yep. I was like, whoa! Uh, yep. Um, uh, and he looked kind of like dazed. He's like, Sam? Dean? And then takes a deep breath. He's like, Sam and Dean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sniffs like, in. Sam and Dean. What is... Dude! Who... Sam is like, Asha, <laughs> we need your help. He's like, help. Then I need some pants. <laughs> <laughs> Smiles, closes the door. And Dean is like, just like, I can't look at him. Yeah. I can't do it. I can't. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I'm not gonna, I, I'm not gonna deal with this at all. Just not. <laughs> and Ash is like, just like, just be an Ash. <laughs> Love it. Sam has drawn the logo of the bus that he saw in his vision. 
And Ash is sitting down with it, looking for it, and he finds it. It's for a bus line, Blue Ridge, from Guthrie, Oklahoma. So Sam asks him to cross-reference their, like, the demonic signs and stuff. And we can clearly see in this shot that Sam has a cast on his arm. Yeah. Yeah. From the broken, real broken arm that he got last time. Wow. Uh, So now he's just got a cast for a little bit, because because Jared actually broke his arm. There are no demonic signs, and Ash is starting to ask some kind of casually suspicious questions, yeah, like, yeah. why, uh, it's like, like, because they know, and he knows, like, that he's set this up to automatically ping for any hits of demonic activity, mm-hmm. and he would have told them if something had come up, so that they're like, hey, let's look at this specifically, like, mm, something's weird. Yeah. Uh, and as we know, Ash is smart. Yeah. So... They're not get things past him like that. Yeah. So he's like, these, like, Ash is suspicious, Mm -hmm. but he's being chill about it. There are no demonic signs. So Sam has him look very specifically for house fires in 1983 on the night of a kid's six month birthday. Would have been in the baby's nursery. And Ash look, gives Sam a hard look. Yes. Now that is just weird, man. Mm -hmm. Why the hell would I be looking for that? And. Joe notices too. She's sitting at the oh, sitting at the bar yeah. and looks over and like is listening. And Sam, the only explanation Sam gives is because there's a PBR in it for you. Ash is like, give me fifteen minutes. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you got it, bud. I was disappointed though how we didn't get a lot of Ash time in this episode. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, well, I think a lot of that's because Dean just can't handle it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. We did. We got like some. Flirty Joe. Yeah. yeah, Joe was trying to be a little flirty. Yeah. And in the next scene, Joe <laughs> is punching in the joke box, and Ario Speedwagon's Can't Fight This Feeling starts like, playing. It's like, Joe, what are you doing? <laughs> and and he looks up like, like, what? What the, what the, the fuck? <laughs> It looks like he passes through all of the stages of grief <laughs> in a second. It's like his face goes on a journey <laughs> listening to the to the opening of this song. And Joe goes up to the bar like what? Ario <laughs> Speedwagon. Damn right, Ario. Kevin Cronin sings from the heart. He sings it from the hair. There's a difference. It's very that's very good. It's yeah. a good mm-hmm. joke. The face journey Jensen does is so good. <laughs> It's what? No. no. Oh, is it? No. Oh, is it? Yeah. It's it's is a that, lot. He was the one that did. Was he the one that did the, um, the one the oven? No, that's Nathan Fillion. Mm. Um, also, they both got their uh, both Nathan Fillion and Jensen Ackles got their start on uh, Nathan soaps. Nathan Fillion, Firefly. Firefly. Yeah. Um, there, there's an interview with Nathan Fillion. About his uh, t- getting started on soaps, and it's like a you know boot camp for acting, right? Um, and one of the things that you learn is like when they like end a scene and go to commercial, they'll zoom on your face, right? And you have three basic facial expressions. You have, did I leave the stove on? <laughs> I did leave the stove on. No, I turned the, the stove, stove off. <laughs> 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 Those are your three basic I ones, think- and the, uh, but. Um, that, that, that was a Nathan Fillion, though. Uh, I think I left my oven on. I think I left his oven on, too. 
So um, Joe starts asking about the case that Ash is working on. And she's like, hey, so like, that sounds like how your mom died, right? Like, that's that's weird. <laughs> it's kind of weird how like, and, that, uh, right, like a fire in Sam's nursery. <laughs> and Dean's like, this is a very personal question that you're asking. Uh, and it's kind of a personal family matter. And Joe's like, well, I just want to help. And keep, she keeps looking over her shoulder at Ellen, who's doing, you know, work. Yeah. And Dean's like, we can handle this ourselves. Mm-hmm. We, we're we're going to have to do this by ourselves without you. Uh, besides, if I ran off with you, I think your mom might kill me. Yeah. He looks over and Ellen looks over like, what? What? <laughs> and, 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 and Dean's just doing like a, like a smile uh-huh. and nod. Like, uh-huh. hi. Uh-huh. You're afraid of my mom? And Dean's still smiling. He's like, I think, I think so. so. <laughs> it's very good. Mm-hmm. It's very funny. Yeah, I just love, I love the expression that Ellen has. She's like, what? Like, why are you, why are you, like, why are you looking at me? It was like the, like the camera pans over to her and she like, like flips her hair and like, like it was almost like one of those like, like pan overs to supposed like sexy shout and then she's like, what? <laughs> um, Sam walks up real fast and he's like, we gotta match. We gotta go. You gotta go! So Dean says goodbye to Joe and the boys take off. Um, in the, but the, the song continues to play and it sort of fades from, Ario Speedwagon to just Dean singing. <laughs> and, and we get to the, and he even as I wander <laughs> lyric, and he's still singing. Even as I wander, I'm keeping you in sight. You're a candle in a window on a cold, dark winter's night. And I'm getting closer than I and Sam's looking at it like, what the fuck, Dean? <laughs> are you doing? She, and he's like, you're kidding, right? And Dean stops and like, like embarrassed. I've somewhere. Uh, uh, I, I got the song stuck in my head, man. I don't know. He's just, huh, I'm embarrassed about it, but he's like, <laughs> that was cute. He's like, Give, tell me about the case. He's like, okay, I'm going to tell you and the audience about the case. <laughs> so we have Andrew Gallagher, born in 1983, just like Sam, lost his mother in a nursery fire six months later, just like Sam. And Sam's visions have, up to this point, either been connected to the demon or other special kids. So right now, the current lead is they're going to go after Andrew. This is where we bring up Max. I remember him? And yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Dean, ah, remember him? Uh, Dean, yes. Dean, we remember Max. Audience, we remember, remember Max. Max. <laughs> From last season. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew has no current employment, no current address, owes money on all his bills, phone, credit, utilities. But collections agencies haven't been after him. Um, we have a work address from his W-2 from about a year ago. So let's start there. So they're at a... they presumably make it there because right. now they're in a diner the boys are in suits the boys are in suits and there's a waitress pouring their coffee and she's like you guys aren't going to get anything out of andy you're here you're debt collectors right it's like every once in a while debt collectors come by and i don't know what he says to them but they they always leave they're cut they're, they're like no we're not debt collectors we're actually lawyers dean says that andy's great aunt lita left him a sizable estate when she passed and they're like, how, how do you know Andy? Uh, and she's like, um, used to be a friend of his. 
but she has she doesn't see him around much anymore. Then this guy walks up and kind of like he walks around and sits down at their table. He's like, "Andy, Andy's awesome, awesome. dude." And uh like, Andy kicks ass. Andy, yeah, Andy kicks ass, man. Andy can get you into anything. He even got me backstage at Aerosmith once. It was beautiful, bro. And our young woman waitress is like, "Yeah, like Weber, how about you bust a table or two? <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. Oh, right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Right. Sure, boss. So, the waitress. <laughs> we do not know her name. Nope. Not for a while. Until, like, the end of the episode. When she is just referred to. Yeah. Her and name. Even, they, even though then it was refer- she's referred to as a nickname. Yeah. And I'm like, I assume her name is Tracy. Mm. They I think call she, her Trace. They call her Trace. There's, like, one or two times she's called Tracy. Yeah. We, this is the end of the episode. It's in the last, like, ten minutes that we learn this. Yeah. Supernatural's really bad at, uh... We are once again asking Supernatural to introduce their characters. We don't know who they are. We don't have the call sheet in front of us. Yeah. We, we You need to tell us who these people are. We don't know. We're introduced to them. Especially, like, time. if they have a name. Yeah. And if, if they're important enough that they have a name. If it's not just unnamed waitress. Right. If she's a character with a name, introduce her. We don't know what her name is. Yeah. Two seconds. Takes you two seconds to be like, like hi, I'm Tracy. I'll be your waitress today. <laughs> what, what can I get you? That's, hey, we're lawyers. Hey, are we're you hey, friend, we, yeah. are you a friend of Andy. That's, oh, my God, It's yeah, just, like, I two more. Andy. I'm in love with him. <laughs> it's what? just, like, two or three <laughs> more lines of dialogue. Introduce your characters. We don't know who they are. Drives me nuts. Um, she's like, but if you're, you know, if you're looking for Andy, check over on Orchard Street. Look for a van with the Barbarian <laughs> Queen painted on the side. She's riding a polar bear. It's hard to miss. <laughs> Cuts. <laughs> did you did you recognize the song that's playing in the next scene? It sounded familiar. So it cuts to you know a shot, a couple like like glamour shots of the exterior of this van, and it's a like a Conan Barbarian esque woman in like an armor bikini yeah. riding a polar bear. Yeah. So exactly as described. At, exactly. And the song that's playing is Stonehenge from yeah. uh, Spinal Tap. Okay, mm. that's fun. It's yeah, it's, it's fun. Um, and Dean's like, man, I like this guy. <laughs> yep. This man is sweet. And he looks at Sam like, like this is this is great. And Sam is making the frown face. Yep. And I love it. Uh, Dean's like, Sam, what's wrong? He's like, nothing. He's like, you look like you're sucking on a lemon. <laughs> He's like, what's going on? <laughs> Sam is having a thought spiral about how this the special kid connected with murders. Sam's thinking, like, oh, I'm, I'm one of them. I could be a murderer, too. Like, it, he's... Go- I've been murdering people this whole time. <laughs> yeah, he's going, down the, he's going down this thought spiral. And Dean's like, you're not. You're not. You're not, one of you're not a murderer. And Sam's like, but the demon said he had plans for children like me and, like, for me. And, like, maybe this is his plan. Maybe we're all murderers. And Dean's like... No, 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 no! You're not a murderer. And he's like, okay, so it's a demon. He wants it's a demon. He wants you out there to be killing people with your mind powers. You're not a murderer, Sam. You're, this isn't stop. You don't you don't have it in you to be a killer. And Sam's like, I have killed lots of things, Dean. And Dean's like, that's, that's different. N- Monsters. And the thing the the things 
Again, he's, you know, using dehumanizing language mm. to talk about the things mm. they kill. Yeah. Right. The things, those things, we're asking for it. Mm. It's different. Mm. And then Dean looks away from Sam and has a, a whole, a different kind of face journey where it's like, ooh, Dean doesn't believe what he's saying. Mm-hmm. Dean's having doubts. Dean's worried. They're both having sacral moments. <laughs> both, both of them are having sacral moments. They're both yeah. uh, listening to listening to music blasting really loud and looking out the car window and pretending they're in a music video. <laughs> I, I mean, there there is Spinal Tap playing, but but I don't think that's <laughs> that's quite tone appropriate. But they look up to see uh, Andrew coming out of a building. And I see his outfit, and I'm like, dear God. <laughs> yeah, Andrew, Andy coming out with sweatpants, a t-shirt, a couple necklaces, and like a long silky robe oh with God. like a dragon or a tiger on the back of it. Yeah. It's a very specific. And then you yeah. look up, and there's this woman like... like in like skin. lingerie. Yeah, She's like waving. waving at him from the window. And he's like, hi. Mm-hmm. Goodbye. And then we see he, wa- he walks, he's walking down the sidewalk. And there's a guy walking down. He's got like a coffee cup. And he talks. To and he, he talks to him for just a second, like, like, hey man, how you doing? Points to the coffee cup, and then just takes it and keeps walking. And the guy's like, oh hi, bye. I didn't make the connection at, when he just took the cup. I thought it was just some guy just giving him a cup, cup of coffee. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. He was like, he talked to him. He's like, hey, can I have that? Takes but... it, walks. We see him run into the, the dock. The guy from the vision okay. in the beginning, and they say hi to each other. They shake hands and they keep walking. Why did he have that interaction? That was just a friendly interaction. Just friendly interaction? Yeah, that was just him no, being friendly. He, he just knows him. Okay. Because it's a small town, okay, and good. he knows him, and they they're friendly. Okay. That's a, he's a small town doctor, a friendly guy who people know. Mm-hmm. But Dean and Sam see that interaction. And they're like, <gasps> it seems like that's him. That older guy. That's the shooter. So they split up. Dean goes to follow Andy, and Sam goes after the dock on foot. Yeah, Andy gets in his van and drives off, so Dean follows him in the Impala. And he follows Andy for a bit. Yeah, just a little ways. Then Andy stops, gets out of his van, goes over to Dean. He's like... And as he puts his uh, gun in his coat for easy access yeah. before he, like, approaches the Impala. He's like, hey, carrying a ride! 67 and Paula? Best year, if you ask me. And Dean's sort of... He's guarded, but, like, at, at the compliment to his car, like, seems like he drops his guard for a minute, because he's like, he yeah. He eases. He takes his hand away. And he's like, yeah. You know, she's, you know, she's beautiful. Just rebuilt her myself. And they had this, like, like kind of friendly, like, sweet ride exchange. Andy slaps Dean's arm. He goes, damn straight. Can I have it? Can I have it? Without missing a beat. Dean's like, oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, no, there's out of the car. There is no hesitation. It's just immediate. Sure, man. Sure, man. I saw that and I was like, oh, oh. My thought was like, I mean, if they're susceptible, how are we stopping? Yeah, I know. (laughs) This Uh, This is a bad situation for a number of reasons. So Dean, no hesitation, gets out of the car, lets Andy get He's in. Like, yeah, He's smiling, yeah. hop right in there, there you go. <laughs> He's like, take it easy. And he leaves Dan. He's just standing there. And he's yeah. like, he just leaves him just standing, standing on the street. on the side of the road. And he's like, <laughs> looking around a little bit dazed. A little confused. And he just like, surprised Pikachu face like. So a couple reasons this is extremely bad. I mean, you mess with you mess with the Impala. Impala. You're on Dean's shit list. Yeah. That's dangerous for Andy. 
The trunk of that car is filled with weapons. Yeah. Although, he can get out of it. Well, Andy could get out of it. Andy could get out of... Like, having a car with a bunch of weapons. Yes. Like, if he but, was stopped, you know. But, but, and, but, but now d- Andy just, has access to a bunch of weapons. Right. Yeah. But, like, Andy... Like, like th- this is, you know, just a potentially a very dangerous situation for a number of reasons. The, like, they, I mean, their job is to, you know, stay... I mean... They do not have permits for all those guns. Like, like yeah, no. transporting mm-hmm. guns across state lines like that, that's super... Le- like, like, there's... I mean, Andy just thinks this is a sweet muscle car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He never checked the trunk. Nope. Like, that... Which, like, lucky for everybody involved, if you had, like, that's the, oh my god, these yeah. are serial killers yeah. kind of realization. This is So this is a potentially very bad situation that they've, they've found themselves in. Back with Sam. Sam is still following... The dock down the street, and he sees him receive the phone call of doom. He sees the bus, and you know, was realizing like, like, okay, the the vision is happening. Yeah, he runs into the store. He sees Dennis reading his guns magazine, <laughs> and, and Sam pulls the fire alarm by tugging on a wire. I don't know if it was the fire alarm or if it was the if it was a security like a burglar alarm. Yeah, or what. he sets off an alarm of some kind. But and the guy looks at him and he makes eye contact with yeah. him. Yeah, and, and he like, walks, walks out the door. And the guy's just like, uh, like well, that was weird. Yeah, and like there pe- the other people in the store don't appear to be running out of the building. Mm. No, they just appear to be looking around confused. Yeah, <laughs> but Sam comes outside, the alarm's going off, and sees the dock. It's and it, it's like 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 there there's enough but enough of an like an incongruency that it's like broken whatever yeah whatever thrall yeah it's like oh well that doesn't work with this what he was me. told so he's like hmm he frowns and then walks away this gives me death note oh a little bit yeah yeah I'm writing the instructions mm-hmm. down and so Sam sees sees the doc frown and walk away and then he he his he shifts his gaze. <laughs> To see the Impala driving down the street right in front of him, and... It's not Dean. It's not Dean. It's Andy behind the wheel, which is immediate just panic. But he's just, like, real... I know I've already said surprise Pikachu face, but this really is just like... Oh. 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 (laughs) Like, like, no. 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 Oh, my car. (laughs) He's got Dean's car. So he calls Dean. Oh man, Andy got the Impala. And he's like, and Dean's like, I know. He just sort of asked me for it, and I just let him take it. You know, we so we see Doc has walked off a little bit hmm. and has received another phone call. And Sam on the phone with Dean is like, what? He's like, he full he full on Obi Wan Kenobi. Wait, Obi Wan me. I wrote that me. down too. He's like, it's mind control. So Sam and Sam looks up from hearing it's mind control to seeing Doc walk out into the street into in front of an oncoming bus, and we go to commercial. Dean's reaction to Doc being hit by the bus was a little like, just like, ah, uh, oh man. Dean's Sorry, reaction? what? I always do that. You, Sam, you, mean, you mean immediately in the moment? Yeah. In the moment, Sam's reaction to seeing Doc... Get hit by the bus was, was like... Was kind, of like hmm. <laughs> kind of just like... Oh man. Oh man. So, after the the break, we, we see 
Dean sort of comforting Sam in like an awkward like shoulder pat pat there there kind mm-hmm. of way. And Sam looks more appropriately broken yeah. up now yeah. as, as they're watching the ambulance guys uh, cover up the body. I think it was just too bright out for him to have a proper response because he was just mostly just, just squinting. Uh, sunny, yeah. yeah. So Sam is like, I tried to stop it. I yeah. thought he's like I thought it was and he's like I thought I, I interrupted the vision enough I should have stayed with him. Yeah, I thought he'd be okay. I thought he was past it. Back at the diner, Andy wanders in looking very upset, mm-hmm. and Weber's there and he goes for a high five. He's like Andy up top. <laughs> Don't leave him hanging. <laughs> like, leaves him hanging. Nope. And Andy goes right up to the waitress, who we now know is, who having since watched the episode, we know is Tracy. Tracy. He doesn't refer to her by name nope. in the scene. She refers to him as Andy. She says, Andy? Yeah. What are you doing here? He could have said, Oh, hey, Tracy. Tracy. Hey, Tracy. Anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He tells her that Dr. Jennings is dead. And he was like, he says, I was so upset. I just wanted to see you. And she's, you know, comforting him. Um, she's I like, couldn't tell if this moment was sincere. I know. I thought he was doing it to get laid. Or I, I thought that, yes, and that, because, so when we, when we see him drive by in the Impala, he's on the phone. Yes. And then Doc gets the phone call. So right. we're already suspecting him as yes. the guy on the phone. Yes. So then for him to walk in and say, oh my God, he died. Like, please just comfort me. Mm-hmm. Yes. It felt very gross. It did. And it was, and it was supposed to. Yeah. Well, I didn't even connect the thing with him on the phone. Necessarily, yeah. No, they were they were setting you up to to mm-hmm. you know be thinking that that he's the he's the killer. Yeah, I just thought I was like, is he doing? I was like, is he doing this just to get laid? Yeah, especially the way that like with the woman. Uh, yeah. Yes, as we learn later, though, he that is not how he uses his powers. No, um, mm-hmm. he uses his powers. You know, as we as we learn later, to like just enough to get by. So to have everything he needs, just what he needs. Yeah, nothing more. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah he's then we, we that's what we see, and he says as much later. They are leading us to believe that that's not the case, and that's more the way for our killer. That's what that's more. So why you know, do you take the why do you take the ball? Oh well, d- and why d- he was being followed by, yeah. but he like he left the car with the keys in the ignition. He didn't want to keep it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess. And at the end, when he confronts them later, he's not like, why are you in my car? I yeah. took this fair and square. Yeah, he's like, no. why are you following me? Yeah. Um, it, it just isn't ever stated, like, outright, like, he doesn't use his powers to, like, I don't know. I feel like it could just really be used for the wrong... I mean, the powers could absolutely be used for the wrong reason. We do see that they are used for the wrong reasons by the killer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we are given pretty sufficient evidence that that's not how Andy uses his powers. Mm-hmm. But like, be- he gets what he wants, but in like a he more, gets, like in a mild way. Yeah. Like, and gets, it's a little uh, bit more chaotic good than... Yeah. yeah he gets <laughs> than, like concert tickets. Yeah. And coffee. Yeah. And a joy ride. Yeah. But and, he doesn't, he doesn't need or want to keep that car. He doesn't have any use for it beyond like, it's a cool car. I'm going to drive it around a little bit. He, like he doesn't keep the keys or anything. He leaves the keys there. Yeah, that is a conscious choice. Yeah. And leaves it, like, you know, he doesn't just leave it, like, some abandoned place. He, he parks it on the street where it can be found again. Also, doesn't... He has a thing for Tracy. Yeah, they used to date. Yeah. They used to date. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But... Not anymore. Not anymore. No, probably not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, Tracy 
takes Andy's hands in hers and she's like, I missed you. And then she's like, you know, some guys are here this morning looking for you. It's like, what guys? <laughs> yeah. Now we have, you know, uh, an exterior shot. We see, like, through the Impala's window, we see the boys approaching. And Dean, like, running over. He's like, I'm Money. so sorry, baby. I'll never leave you again. Yeah, at least you left the keys in it. And Sam's like, keep your great Samaritan, that guy. So they're like, okay. So it appears that this guy can't work his powers. Just <laughs> Dean says just by twitching his nose, which is a reference to uh, an old show, Bewitched, uh, of the, the main character has magic powers and she like wiggles her nose. <laughs> to use them. So it, this, these powers seem to require some kind of verbal command. And like, ah, this spell has a verbal component. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> we don't know. We, uh, it doesn't appear to have a somatic right. or material just, but it, it, it does require a verbal component. And I'm like, ah, he's a real Shinso. <laughs> <laughs> but um, kind of a kind of a douchebag should say. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then Sam recalls that the doc had just gotten a phone call before he got hit by the bus. Mm-hmm. So he makes the conclusion that Andy must have called him. And Dean's not sure it's the guy. And Sam makes a a more relevant reference than it is today, but still not a a super relevant reference. Yeah. To the uh, the OJ. Yeah. Simpson case. Yeah, Dean, you had OJ convicted before he got out of his white Bronco. Do you like, have doubts about this? <laughs> like, Bridget, do you, would you or your, like, your peers, would this be see, a relevant reference know. to you guys? It, see, yes, kind of. People are still talking. People still talk about OJ Simpson. Yeah, people do still talk about OJ Simpson. So it would, I think it would still be relevant. But I don't know if this joke would still hold up. Yeah, I, I like, and I'm not even sure especially that especially since a, I don't know that much about the case. Right. It was especially since first time someone ever mentioned O.J. Simpson to me. I said, "I don't watch The Simpsons." <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, "Is that, was that a joke? You're was not right, serious, are you, right? Are you joking?" I'm like, "No, what? no, what?" what? What did you say? <laughs> no, you say what you said as like, first. Like, as like, like Marge, right? And they're like, no! no! Like, what? What do you, what do you mean? <laughs> no, you say it first. No, you... <laughs> I, like, I don't know if in, you know, 2006, because that was, you know, 10 years removed from the case. about a glove. Yeah, there, it was a, a whole very messy murder trial and police chase. Dean and Sam are, you know, just arguing about whether Andy seems like the killer type and they're like, okay, well, how are we going to track this guy down? And Dean's got the idea that, you know, like, well, maybe we should break into his van and see uh, what kind of a guy he is. And inside the van, we've got disco ball and beaded curtains and mm-hmm. silk sheets tiger. and tiger tapestry. I wish and, there was an actual tiger in there. And Dean's fun. like, mm-hmm. this is great. I love I everything love this. about this. Specifically, he's like, I like that tiger. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is magnificent. <laughs> and but there are you know, a bunch of books on the bed. Among them, uh, Kant? Hegel, Kant, um, Wittgenstein, Wittgenstein, oh, like philosophy texts. I know Kant because you've seen because the good I've seen the good place. <laughs> um, also among his belongings, a large bong. Yeah, yes. that's a big bong. Yes. Yeah, he calls it Moby Dick's bong. <laughs> yes. So we know that this guy is a uh, 
van-dwelling philosopher type. Mm-hmm. <laughs> With a very specific kind of man and a very specific kind of person. Yep. And but as we you know establish, not exactly a serial killer's lair. Yeah. So the boys go to stake out the van. And Dean's, you know, eating, you know, like a burger or something and disgusted. He just has an offhand comment. He's like, you know, I'd love to just sit down and eat something I didn't have to microwave in a mini mart. So it's like a like a mini mart burrito or burger or something that was in like one of those like turning tur- dislocations. Yeah. That's okay. Foil wrapped food, you know, fast food. It's just an offhand comment, but it's a very sad one. Yeah. yeah. That Dean just like what you know, just you know, even just passively is sort of craving a the, hot the, meal, <laughs> a hot meal, and like the stability that would provide him with that. Yeah, because you know, living in his car, yeah, he doesn't have that and has having, not had that like ever. Having what's his name's ability would be you would like to have no, a- not me. Ab- what? Not me. I'm saying like Dean. for Dean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it would make anyone's life easier. Their life, yeah. as we see, like it gets them into some places that they wouldn't otherwise be able to yeah but it ha- uh you have to use it responsibly or be the kind of chaotic good person andy seems to be yeah so uh sam is still trying to figure out why andy would kill the doctor and dean's still not sure it's him which frustrates sam because like the simplest explanation is that mind control is being used and they know Andy has mind control powers. Like, so we're we're looking at, you know... And at this point, I was like, yes. Means, you know, means, means motive opportunity mm-hmm. situation. We we have opportunity. We have means. Death so in paradise. So, huh? <laughs> right. Death, Death, Death in paradise. paradise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Any murder mystery show ever. Yeah. So, we're, you know, he's you know, looking, looking for a motive. And Dean's still doesn't think or want to believe that it's Andy... Because then that what what could, that could mean for Sam mm-hmm. that, that this like seemingly very chill dude is actually a serial killer mm-hmm. that that's alarming to Dean and Dean's not engaging with that. Uh, but then Andy appears at Sam's window like, "Hey, ah, <laughs> you think I haven't seen you two? And then in like a distorted voice, he says, "Why are you following me?" And Sam starts to answer with their lawyer cover story. But Andy interrupts him and is compelling mm-hmm. them to tell the truth. Sam's like, that. that's what I'm, I'm doing. And Dean goes, we haunt demons. And Sam turns and looks at Dean like, what the fuck, Dean? He's like, demons and spirits, things your worst nightmares wouldn't even touch. Sam's my brother. And, and Sam's like, Dean, Dean shut, shut up. up. As I'm trying. <laughs> and he continues... He's a psychic, kind of like you. Well, not really like you, because he thinks you're a murderer, and he's afraid he's going to become one himself, because you're all part of something that's terrible, and I hope to hell that he's wrong. I hope to hell that he's wrong, but I'm starting to get a little scared that he might be right, which is a lot yeah. <laughs> to put on somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Andy's like, okay, you know what? Leave me alone. And like, does his compel- compulsion leave me alone? And he goes, all right. He's like, okay, yeah, okay. And then he groans and holds his head like like there was just like a wave of psychic energy there. Sam jumps out of the car to follow Andy, and Andy tries to compel like, me Sam away. Tries to compel him to get in the car and drive away. But he, it's not working on Sam. Sam just approaches Andy, shaking his head. And he's like, doesn't seem to work on me, Andy. Mm-hmm. You can make people do things, can't you? You can tell them what to think. 
And Dean is getting out of the car, and he holds a, Sam holds up a hand for him to stop. Like, stay over there. Yeah, <laughs> like, like you're, you're, if you get involved in this, you're gonna be compelled, and I'm gonna lose my ride. Like, yeah. like can't <laughs> stop. And he's like, "That's crazy." So Sam is like, "It all started about a year ago, didn't it? After you turned 22, little stuff at first, but then you got better at controlling it." And, and he's like, "How uh, did how you, you know, know that?" And then Sam. He, 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 gets, I'm like you. He, he gets. It's like, oh, you're pushing too much, but yeah, it's a yeah. little. This is a lot. The same thing you do with Max. It's a lot. Yeah. It's like this is this is a lot that you're putting on him, and now and you're getting a little too excited because he's like, the, the same thing happened to me, Andy. My mom died in a fire too. I have abilities too. Mm-hmm, we're yeah. just like you're just very similar people. It's we're connected. You're connected, you and me. As oh, that that was a lot because now Andy's upset and he's trying to compel them to just get out of here and now sam's getting a little too intense because he's like why did you kill the doc and i was like what? Ah! What? 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 what you mean sam gets a vision of a fire at a gas pump a woman pumping gas we see her um in like a clear version of this vision uh she gets a phone call <laughs> Sure, I can do that. She takes the uh, gas pump out of her car and starts pouring gasoline all over herself. The gas station employee looks over and he's like, hey, lady, like, what are you doing? And she st- starts to say, it's okay. It's okay. And she's gonna, she gets the cigarette lighter mm-hmm. from, from the car, car and lights herself on fire. Goes up in flames. Oh, yeah. And... Which, you know, it's, it's horrifying. I remember this scene. Yeah. I don't remember much else about this episode. I remembered, like, the general vibes of the episode. Mm-hmm. And I actually remembered the key, like, I, d- I didn't remember the plot twist happening. Right. I didn't remember who the killer was. But I remembered, I was like, this is an evil twin episode. <laughs> <laughs> I remembered, like, the vibe of, like, this is an evil twin episode. And also this scene, specifically. I was like, I think that, like, I remember, I, this is one of the scenes I remember from the early seasons. I didn't know where, what episode it happened in. Right. And go, like, at starting this episode, I'm like, I wonder if this is the episode where this scene happens. It is. Mm-hmm. Uh, this scene stuck with me. <laughs> yeah. Because it's pretty horrifying. Mm-hmm. Uh, seeing someone light themselves on fire. Um, cool effect. Yeah. Very cool. Cool special effects there. Very uh, upsetting to watch. When we go to commercial. We come back, Dean's holding Sam as he like staggers to the ground and uh, recounts the vision to Dean. And Andy's like, I didn't do anything to him. What's going on? And Dean tells Andy to shut up. So Sam, you know, going through the vision, saw that she got triggered by a call on her phone. So he's going to stay and keep his eyes on Andy to keep him from calling her. And the, his plan is to send Dean off to the, the gas station to try to stop her. But a fire truck goes by. Mm-hmm. So Dean takes off after the fire truck and Sam stays there. But they were they were too late. Dean calls Sam from the gas station. She burned up, just like he said. But it happened, like, minutes before. They didn't get much, if any, lead time. Maybe even it was happening. Like, Sam saw the vision, like, as it was happening. Yeah, so, what's with your visions, man? This wasn't even a head start. So it couldn't have been Andy because they were with him when it happened. Yeah. It's got to be someone else. Like, well, that doesn't make any sense because Andy's the only one we've seen using these powers. So Dean says he's going to do a little digging while stay- Sam stays there with Andy. So we get some Andy and Sam talk. And Andy's like... So you've got, like, mind powers, too. Yeah, you get premonitions of people about to die. 
that sucks, man. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, it's like, dude, that sucks. <laughs> like, you get death missions. Like, m- my power, when I got it, I was, like, winning the lottery. <laughs> Sam's like, but you still live in a van. I don't get it. You could have anything you ever wanted. And he kind of shrugs, and he's like, I've got everything I need. And he seems like a real chill dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and, like, I mean, so, Patricia, have, did you watch The Good Place? Yes. Okay. So we No. D- oh. But we, we've all seen at least some of The Good Place. Yeah. And m- one of the philosophy authors covered is Kant. Yes. So if he's reading these philosophy texts about moral philosophy. Yeah. Which one is Kant? That's uh, Chidi's favorite. But I don't remember which style that was. I think it's it's like, it's strict, a little more severe. Yeah, because Chidi's too hard on himself. <laughs> yeah. Um, reason and rationality is, is part of it, but... It, I know it's a, a stricter moral philosophy. Pretty rigid. So if he's reading these you know, moral philosophy texts, and he's got this power, and he's, you know, smoking weed in the back of this van... <laughs> not unreasonable that he's, you know, following some kind of, you know, philosophical moral pattern. Right. And that like like so so he's been given this this gift where he could he has he, he can get anything he asks for. The only moral way forward with that is to just have like what he needs and not just go go nuts with it. Right. So he he just he seems like a real chill dude. Like he's he's perfectly fine just living in a van, mm-hmm. and you know, reading his books and re- smoking his weed. Yeah, <laughs> that that seems fine. So Sam's like, like, so I guess you're not like a murderer then. <laughs> and he's like, no, that's what I've been trying to tell you. So Dean pulls up, um, the and tells us the victim was Holly Beckett, forty-one, single. Andy's never heard of her. That's interesting. Uh, Dean called Ash to look uh, look into her. She had a kid when she was 18 in 1983, the same day Andy was born. <laughs> Sam's like, wait, Andy, were you adopted? And he's like, yeah. Well, yeah. And? and Dean's like, Andy neglected to mention that. And it's, it's like, like, it never really came up. Wh- when, when, when would I have volunteered that information? And he's like, and you know, adopted as a baby. He, he never knew his birth family. His adopted mom died when, when he was a baby. Like, it, like that's, it's just never been, like, like, why would he have brought that information up? So he's like, you think this Holly woman could be my mom? And like, well, he tried to get a hold of the birth records, but they're hard copy only and sealed in the county office. And Andy goes, well, screw that. So next scene is in the county office and Andy is compelling the the attendant there that it's all fine. Go get a cup, cup of coffee. These aren't the droids you're looking for. Which he literally says. Yeah, he literally says that. And Dean goes, Awesome. Sam finds the record. Holly Beckett was his birth mother. Dr. Jennings was her doctor. It oversaw the whole adoption. So Andy has a solid connection to both Holly Beckett and Dr. Jennings. He's like, yeah, but I didn't kill them. And I was like, guess what? (laughs) Holly gave birth to twins. And he's like, I have an evil evil twin. twin. And I'm like, yes, you do, bud. (laughs) This is an evil twin episode. (laughs) His brother went to the Weems family. Now, the subtitle says his name is Ansem, yeah. A-N-S-E-M, Weems. It sounded like Anson. Anson. Okay. 
Anson, A-N-S-O-N, Anson Weems. Anson Williams played Potsy Weber on Happy Days. Oh, okay. So it's probably so, Anson. Yeah, if, if, he, I mean, that's a super deep cut reference. If you got that reference, you would have had a 20 second lead on the rest of the audience. <laughs> yep. <laughs> because they're, they find the, this guy Anson has a local address. People they get reading his, the subtitles wouldn't though. Yeah. Yeah, but it, it sounds, it sounded, it, it sounded different. I didn't make the connection. <laughs> it, it's a super deep cut reference anyway. <laughs> like not, not, for well, general unless you audiences. Watch Happy Days. Unless you watch Happy Days, which is that we do actually pretty frequently watch yeah, Happy Days. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> it's, it's on before MASH. That's funny. I'm not watching it on purpose because the later seasons are bad. Mm-hmm. And the later seasons suck. Even the early seasons are not particularly no. good, but it's on, we usually catch the last 10 minutes because it's on before MASH. Whatever. This so they get the picture from the DMV, and Dean's looking at it like, "Oh no!" Oh, and he says oh. to, to Andy, "Hate to kick you while you're freaked, bud, but." And he hands the picture over to Andy, and you see Andy's face fall. And our next scene we see is Weber. So what they're telling the audience, and it's like, oh, "If it's Weber, <laughs> if like if like like audience, if we're we're you know, if the audience is not with you at this point." You will be with us by the end of the scene. Yeah. I kind of wish that they hadn't done it that way. I wish that it had been more, like, even if we see Weber in this scene, I wish that he hadn't, like, done anything to show his powers and then, like, cut back and then cut back to him. And, like, then we see that he, like, later, I feel like it was very, like, aha, like, we don't know who it is, but the, like... Uh, and Dean and Sam and now Andy know who it is, but the audience doesn't know. And it's like, oh, now we know. It yeah, was very it was, like it was very fast. It was abrupt. It was it was very abrupt. Um, because we the, the next thing we see is Weber the bus boy talking to Trace. Yep. He calls her Trace. This is the first time we learn her name, Trace the waitress. Um, and I am once again asking Supernatural to please introduce their characters. Weber starts asking some pretty leading questions about her and Andy's relationship and how she feels about him and mm. if they were ever serious. The questions are getting like a more and more weird and kind of invasive, mm. and she's starting to get a little uncomfortable. And she tries to like brush past him, and he steps in her like into her space in her way, in a way that's very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And compels her to tell the tell him the truth. It's like ooh ooh, no, no. Yes. yikes, gross. Here we go, gross. We see the Impala on the road. It's the boys plus Andy, and Sam is asking Andy to fill them in everything he knows about Weber. And he's just like some guy who showed up eight months ago, acting like he's Andy's best friend, out of like just out of the blue. And he's like, it was weird. He's like he was trying too hard. And he's like, well, he must have known about the twins thing. That's probably, the, you know, that's why he showed up. But, like, why didn't he say anything? Like, I don't know. It's super weird. And then Sam starts having a vision. And it's of Tracy jumping off a dam in a nightgown. Mm. And she she's very upset in, in the vision. So things are obviously about to get very bad very quickly. And that's where we go to commercial. Our next scene, we see this kind of old, like, junker car pull up to I, what looks like the same dam area yeah. at night. 
And we have a real gross, uh-huh. real gross scene. Yep. And this is where we really start. I think you said last episode, you said something about Kilgrave. Yeah. This is where we're getting yeah. much more that tone. Yes. And I, it's... I thought I talked about You mentioned you Purple mentioned You mentioned Purple Man. You mentioned Purple Man. Like, Kilgrave? Kilgrave. That's, well, that's what I was talking about. It's the same thing. Yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah, yes. Little... Okay, it was you. It was... <laughs> you both said, you said Purple Man, you said Kilgrave. Was this the same character? Yeah. Anyway. It's the same guy. <laughs> <laughs> that tone is much more this scene. It's gross and creepy and, you know, all of the ways you can imagine using a compulsion power. Yeah. But it was so weird because I was getting very big Elijah Wood vibes from this guy. I know. I know. I know. He's not Elijah Wood. He's not. But, but he looks exactly like him. He looks very similar to Elijah Wood. And as like, and I'm, so I'm, like, I'm like, oh, no, Frodo. <laughs> Why are you being so gross no. and creepy? No, Frodo. Have you worn wigs? No, I have not. <laughs> Will, Will you, you wear, wear wigs? Do you wear wigs? Uh, no, I do not. Have you worn wigs? No, I have not. Will you wear wigs? Maybe. When will you wear wigs? <laughs> <laughs> no, and he sounds a little like him too. It was yeah, yeah oh no, that God. was that was weird. Um, the, yeah, the, this whole scene though is is super gross. Um, have you seen that clip? No, I haven't. Oh my God, it was it was a fake interview. Who was the guy? Pippin. That- no, no, I think it was the the, the guy who plays Mary in Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Um, is like doing like like a, like he's like behind like a screen or something, so um, Elijah Wood can't see him. And he's um, doing a fake German accent, giving him like do, asking like bizarre questions. <laughs> and Elijah thinks it's like a genuine interview. It's it's it's, like- it's just a prank interview. <laughs> and and he's asking him in a, in a funky German accent, a bad German accent, like, just bizarre questions, and Elijah was just like, what the What's fuck? going on? Just... And they both, they, they both look very early 2000s. Mm. Oh, young guy, it's very The funny. camera quality is it's, 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 it's pretty it's bad. <laughs> anyway, so this, in this terribly uncomfortable gross scene, um... And he just, like, gives her the command to stop crying. Yeah. Um... Uh. He he's got th- this line about like like this is where he takes his his ladies, his ladies. and he's like, he says they like it well I like it so they do too Ew. and it's oh. it's Ew. awful it just <laughs> it's because um, when I I I was originally like when I was intrigued about this episode and I was first like starting to watch it, I was telling Steven all about it and he was like, so this guy, and we were talking about Andy before we knew that Andy wasn't the killer. He's like, so this guy is probably like raping women. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, probably. So not Andy, but like, yeah, just because, because that's the sort of place that this show, we we could predict that this show was going to go. Yeah. And they do, they do pull that switcheroo because Andy's not the killer. But they're still mm. using that. When I was watching this, I was like, is this a John Shabon? Yeah. <laughs> At this yeah. moment, I was like, now it's John Shabon. <laughs> yes. We love him. <laughs> you know, that you know what? That you shared in the group. <laughs> <laughs> that was from Dylan. Hold on. Oh, my God. 
God, yeah. <laughs> Dylan said that to me. T- tonight's episode, the writer's barely disguised fetish. <laughs> John Siobhan. <laughs> yeah, Dylan said that to me. <laughs> you know what? If John Siobhan had written this episode, Andy would not have been as likable. No. Mm-hmm. Andy would have been. been gross and creepy. He would also. have been. Yeah. And his evil twin would have been so much worse. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah. Like... Like if, if this had been a, a John Chabon, this would it would not have had the moment. Totally very different. Very different. But like like the sexual predator as what as what makes this guy scary. Mm-hmm. He's a serial killer. Why did we have to have to yeah. add in the sexual Gross. violence? Yeah. yeah. It it makes it very similar in tone to Kilgrave, who is a very effective villain. Yeah. But this guy, we don't have any actual like character traits about him. Weber, yeah. yeah. We don't really Other than know he's unstable, it. he's insane. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's. We don't know like anything about him. He's an unstable evil twin. Yeah, yeah. That's is his whole character. That's his whole character. He's he is the type of he is a. I, I mean, there's a there are very similar characters in episodes of like like Criminal Minds and mm-hmm. SVU like that I have seen where they've done evil twin <laughs> episodes. Um, I am glad, though, that they had a character that, like, that was a different actor. Yes, I was thinking, <laughs> I was like, they're going to bring in the same actor who played Andy. But, okay, I'm like, all right, paternal twins. Okay. Like, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Like, <laughs> let's look at the picture. It's um, you. It's you. <laughs> so, the, this whole, this whole scene, it's, it's just, it's, it's gross and creepy. And she's crying. Mm-hmm. And he's, get he, he's. We we see him get like weird, creepy, possessive about Andy in this scene too. That's like he's like weird. Yes, like yeah. No, he's got uh, he's got some kind of he's got this like fixation on Andy. Yeah, he's my family, not yours. You can't have him. So we see the Impala pull up. There's some interesting nighttime lighting going on, like like the light coming from off screen, filtering through the trees, Mm -hmm. is interesting and also very unnatural. Yeah. So Sam gets out. Yeah, Weber's got some weird twin cyst ideology going on. <laughs> I hope not. I don't think so. Really? No. 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 It's it's a it's it's the. It sounded like. A I don't. I didn't. I wasn't getting twin cyst. I was getting. I'm getting kiss, kiss, fall in love. Nope. Mm-mm. That's not. That's not what I was getting from that. It's. I was getting the the demons talking to him, like feeding him ideas about them being special kids and being like. I wasn't getting twin cyst from that. You know what? If this had been John Siobhan, it would have been. <laughs> I, 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 well, it wouldn't surprise me. Kiss, kiss, so the, the Impala pulls up. It's nighttime. We got some weird lighting. Sam uh, gets the guns out of the trunk and tells Dean to stay back. And Dean's like, yeah, I'm not going to get mind controlled again. Thank you. <laughs> that, that was not fun. And Andy wants to come with. Sam starts to say like like no like like please leave it to the professionals, <laughs> and he's like listen, Tracy's out there, but I gotta I gotta save her. Back in Weber's car, Mm-mm. it's just getting it gets more worse. and worse. It keeps getting worse. Bad. He's having Tracy undress for him, and he's co- like talking to her pretty much only in compulsion. Yeah, and he's telling her that. She's going to, uh, she's going to jump off the dam, and she's going. When, when she does that, she's going to think she can fly, and she's just going to step right off. And if she gets scared, she's just going to keep saying everything is okay. 
Yeah, just tell yourself that everything is okay. And like everything he's saying is is in compulsion, and she's, you know, it's 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 very similar to scenes we saw from like in like Jessica Jones. Yeah, without any of the class of Kilcrate. Yeah, <laughs> Sam interrupts this scene and he breaks the window with yeah, his with his gun. There was a really the gross like part where she was undressing. Yeah, he tells her to slow down. Yeah. It, was, it, was, it was it was super gross. Oh my god. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah. Sam interrupts it and smashes the window and w- with a gun on Weber uh, tells him you know to get out of the car and he try he tries the compulsion on Sam, which doesn't work. No, and so he, Sam and smashes him in the face. <laughs> and he gets Tracy out of the car. Sam Sam gets Weber. Yeah, uh, he gets him pinned. Andy gets some duct tape on his mouth, which is smart. Yeah. And then Andy tries to kick Weber a couple times, and Sam's holding him back, like, let me handle this, all right? And we see Weber's attention shift to Tracy, and we see him, like, focus, and we realize he doesn't need a verbal command. Yeah. (sighs) He can use his mind powers to compel Tracy. That's not fair, man. Yeah. Yeah, to to pick up, like, a large stick small log to hit Sam very hard with it and which drops him. Andy steps in, tells her to stop, and then compels her to stop. And she does, she stops, but she's looking at Andy yeah. horrified. And he's looking at her also kind of horrified at what he's done. And then Andy and Weber have this sort of face off where <laughs> Weber is like He's like, how do you do that? Well, yeah, and Andy's like, y- you didn't have to use your words. How'd you do that? And Weber's like, like you just got to practice. Yeah, practice, bro. If you would have practiced, you would know. <laughs> you say bro. He's trying to be like, bro. Yeah. Like he's trying, yeah. To, he's trying to reclaim like years of not being brothers. Yeah. He's like, practice, it's, bro. He is. And, it, gotta... and it's weird and gross. Yeah. Um, and he's... They're, they're all standing there. Tracy's on the edge of the dam, and Weber's, like, threatening to send her over. So Andy's like, okay, we'll talk. And and then, you know, Weber goes in for the pretty classic serial killer monologue of, like, I didn't mean for any of this to happen. No. Nobody understands. We are different. You yeah, know, Tracy, she's trying to come between us. And, and they're all garbage. We can push them to do whatever we want. And Andy... She's like... The most reasonable person I think we've met on Supernatural so far says... Are you really this stupid? If you find out you have a twin, you call them up and go for a drink. You don't start Start killing killing people. people. And Weber then says, I wanted to, I wanted to so bad, but he, he wouldn't let me. He said I had to wait until the time. And Andy's like, who... The man with the yellow eyes. <laughs> and he's like, yellow hat! <laughs> <laughs> no, not the man with the, the yellow hat. The man with the yellow hat. Like, you're crazy. <laughs> the colonizer. <laughs> he says, the man with the yellow eyes, which means absolutely nothing to Andy. Andy. He's like, what are you talking about? That, like, you said that like it was significant. Yeah. Yep. And it does means nothing to it me. It's like a music cue and everything. Like, I yeah, don't know what that like, means. I, I'm, I, don't, I don't know what that means. But of course, it means everything to the audience. Yes. The yellow eyed demon has been talking to Weber. He's been telling him that he's special, that he has plans, that 
plans for both of them. He, he's the one who told Weber that he has a twin. Weber killed their birth mother and Dr. Jennings for splitting them up. And he's like, I couldn't let them get away with that. And he's like, you're crazy. Yeah. You're crazy. You're actually crazy. At one point, he grabs Andy by the lapels, and then he kind of holds his face. <laughs> that was weird. Yeah. Twin says No. <laughs> Over this scene, we see Dean running around, running around the scene to get into position with a sniper, sniper rifle. rifle. Which I didn't know they had. I yeah. didn't know they had one either, but apparently they do. Their their car is magic. They get whatever they want out of that trunk. Yep. In, up to and including sniper rifles and it's harpoons. Mary Poppins bag. Apparently. Trunk. Yeah. TARDIS trunk. Also, like we know like we know they know how to use like shotguns and like whatever. Sniper rifles. I feel like they take a special kind of skill. I mean, we know they have like some pretty intense weapons training. Right. But most of the stuff they're fighting does not require a sniper rifle. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Well, anyway, <laughs> De- Dean's taken up a sniper position. He gets the gun ready, and then Weber turns to face in Dean's direction from way off on, like, near the dam. Hi. I see you. And he goes, bye-bye. And Dean starts to point the gun under his own chin. We hear a gun go off, and but we I see... I was a bit confused for a second. I was like, now... I know Dean can't be dead. Yeah, right. And I, <laughs> they, I heard they, a gun. Yeah, they try to do, they, they do like a little fake out. Yeah. I'm like, but this, it was just confusing. We, the, we, we hear the gunshot and we think for a moment that Dean has shot himself, but we see Weber, Weber's body jerk and fall as Andy behind him had a gun. It was mostly confusing because how did he see Dean? I, I don't think he's know. supposed to just be able to sense him through his mind powers. Yeah, I don't know that he actually saw him. I think he sensed him. We I think ne- we're supposed to think his powers have developed to a point where he can do things like that. Yeah. I think it's a little... Uh, we... We know that like powers, like th- these powers as they develop, you know, getting more and more powerful. <sighs> we've, seen, we've seen Sam sensing things like... Sensing ghosts, sensing, sensing ghosts like one time. Yeah, he hasn't. Been able Sam to hasn't really been practicing his powers. No, he's just had his powers be happen to him. Yeah, we've seen him move furniture one time, but he hasn't really been practicing. Yeah, does it. his powers ever get like better? Because he hasn't been getting better. He's mostly just been like, oh my head. <laughs> yeah. I got yeah. vision. I got the vision. specifics of Sam's power are a little hazy. Yeah. The specifics of these powers in general are a little hazy. Yeah. That doesn't super improve. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I can move. It's just stuff. sort of like I can convince mm, people. Mind powers. <laughs> you know. Mind powers. You know. Um so we go to commercial. It's the next morning. Andy is talking with a group of cops. And he tells them, he compels them, saying he shot himself and you all saw it happen. They're like, yes, we did. Yes, Mm -hmm. we did. Mm -hmm. And Andy, you know, walks away from them and Sam and Dean are watching him. And they're like, look at that. He's getting better. And Andy makes eye contact with Tracy, who's sitting on the edge of the, the, the ambulance step. And she can't look at him. Yeah. He tries to smile. And then he walks to the boys. So, yeah, she won't even look at me. Seems like she's pretty shaken up. Yeah, like, this has been a very traumatic 24 hours for her. And Andy's like, no, it's, it's, um, she's scared of me now. Um, I've, I never, I've never used my powers on her. 
And he's like, it's, this isn't, nope, this, this, this isn't good. Um, so Sam's like, Andy, I hate to do this, but we gotta, we go. gotta go. <laughs> we gotta get out of here. We gotta get out of here. We gotta jet. Um, so he wrote down his cell phone number and gave it, gives it to Andy. Text me later. <laughs> yep. You, uh, you don't That's have to be alone says. in this. Yeah, so he, he says, you don't have to be alone in this. And they're like, bye. 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 <laughs> and Andy's like, what am I supposed, supposed to, to do? do? And then Dean says, you be good, Andy, or we'll be back. And they walk um, away. Which is super threatening, Dean. Yep. Dean, that was that did, probably didn't help him get any less stressed out. <laughs> and now Sam is back in his thought spiral as he's like, uh, I was right about Andy. He's a killer. <sighs> and Dean's like... The what, what? What? He no. He was. He's a hero. He, he saved his girlfriend's life, and he saved my life. So I don't. I don't know if Dean is really a, is has or is going to address the fact that this guy almost made him sh- shoot himself. Yeah. Yeah. No. Nope. Yeah. He, he's not. Sam didn't see that happen. Yeah. Mm. Oh. <laughs> but Sam's like, well, I mean, you know, bottom line, is it last night he wasted somebody. <sighs> And, and Dean's like, yeah, but he's not, he's not uh, the crazy person like, like Weber was. He was, he was just, you know, he was, you know, defending people. He was, and he was pushed, he was you know, pushed into killing, into killing Weber. And Sam was like, Weber was pushed. Max was pushed. I was pushed. Under they, the right circumstances, everyone's capable of murder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Dean's like, Sam. Maybe that's what the demon is doing, pushing us, finding ways to break us. So she's, she's trying to make us into killers. And Sam's like, Dean's like, Sam, listen, the, this isn't productive. Yeah. <laughs> Chill. Um, we don't know what the demon wants. Um, and Sam's like, I heard you, Dean, when you were compelled to tell the truth. You're scared of this, too. And Dean's like, that was mind control. It's like being roofied. That doesn't count. And he says, I'm, I'm calling a do-over. What are you, seven? <laughs> we've we've got to uh, find that son of a bitch and kill it. Sam's like, yeah, okay, fine. We'll we'll table this discussion for now. Dean gets um, a cell phone call of doom from Ellen, mm-hmm. who's summoning them to the roadhouse. So this line Dean has, it's like being yeah. roofied, man. That doesn't count. Yeah. That was an interestingly specific line, Dean, and is often referenced now now in analysis that I've oh. seen of uh, Dean and his... Roofied? Do you know what uh, Do you know what that is? So that's when your drink is drugged and you are um, sexually assaulted. The, the, that, that the drug is... is I don't know what is the drug that's usually used. Is he saying that being drugged doesn't count as sexual assault? No, and that's no, what it, that was why I was like, eh, like this line could be taken some ways. Being so the way like I took it is like being roofied doesn't count as consent. Yeah. Okay. Um, I thought he was saying No, not that it's good to roofie people. <laughs> oh yeah, God. no. I thought that he was, was saying it's like being roofied as in like ah it doesn't count. As like, in it doesn't count as raping. Yeah. But no, no, that's not what he meant. Rohypnol. That's the name, yeah. that's the name of the drug I was trying to remember. Rohypnol is a drug that is commonly used to dr- like like dropped into your drink at a bar. Yeah, it's uh, it's a ben- it's a benzodiazepine. It, it, it commonly used for like anesthesia or like in small doses like for sleeping medication that that sort of thing. 
but it is a um it, it that's that's the one that's you know when when you hear about somebody being roofied that's usually the one that's yeah. that there are a number of drugs that can be used that way i love how people are having to worry about getting injected now is that something that people are doing now is getting injected at bars well yeah men are that seems like that's a lot that 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 seems so complicated and messy there's like things like to like 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 like, like using like an epipen kind of yeah something like that Oof, that i haven't heard about it's much easier to slip something in somebody's drink mm-hmm. yeah but that sucks if that's true that's, that sucks yeah but uh the this line has i've seen referenced in your know, analysis that's done that that you know I've seen done like now in talking about Dean's history with with sex yeah mm. and there are there's evidence to suggest that Dean has been roofied yeah so but, like it's interesting like like that's what he that's that's the mm-hmm. example he pulls out right, there because it's the feeling it's one of those feelings that he hates of not being in control Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. And that was this whole episode. Yes. That's why he was like, I'm not, I'm not getting mind controlled anymore. Like, that was terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and then, it, and then he almost kills himself and he doesn't confront that fact. <laughs> he does not. And he was, you know, rightfully freaked out. But yeah. th- that, like having that, that loss of control at the forefront of his mind right there and, and connecting it to being roofied. Yeah. Like, that's interesting that you would have that familiar association there, Dean. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's that evidence. So that's that's upsetting and um, for him, but they brush. They, he sort of brushes right past it to get the the call from Ellen, and then we have our, our last scene at the roadhouse. Ellen sends Joe out of the room and corners Dean about this case that they just went on. Yeah, um, want to tell me about this last hunt? Uh, no, not really. <laughs> like Dean, why did you uh, why did you answer her summons to the roadhouse? Yeah, if you weren't going to talk about it, if you didn't want to talk about it, because you knew she was going to corner you about this. It was it's a very like mom, mom thing she's, yeah. that she's you're like okay I'm coming, and then she's like tell me what's going on and you're like no, no. <laughs> like no no. It turns out Ash told Ellen what they were doing on this case and she knows that they think there's some demon connection and she demands that they tell her because there is a war on with this demon and the more hunters involved the better their odds. Because demons are serious business. So Sam tells her about the special kids thing. Right before that, though, I love... Um, well, she she asks, like, you think it was the demon both times, don't you? And he's like, yeah. And Dean is like, Sam, like, don't tell her. And Ellen's like, why? Like, why, why would the demon do this? And Dean goes, none of your business. And she's like, you mind your tongue with me, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, then this isn't just your war. This is war. Yes. Dean being possessive and protective of Sam. Mm-hmm. And then Ellen getting very mom energy. Yeah. <laughs> with Dean. It was very good. So Sam tells her about the special kids thing, about how kids who had nursery fires on their six-month birthdays uh, and their moms died have special powers. <laughs> Some poor kid that had all those things happen to them that is just normal. <laughs> Didn't even get special powers out of the bargain. Oh no! So Sam explains this, and Dean's like, "Yeah, so now we're you know looking for for these kids who had like, these fires on their six month birthdays." And Sam's like, "Actually, there's been a break in the pattern. Weber didn't have a house fire on a six month birthday. He had a completely normal upbringing, other than some connection to this demon. So now there's no way to track down all of the special kids. So Ellen calls for 
whiskey instead of the beer that Joe brought up. And we end the episode on kind of that, like, very serious, oh no, moment. Mm-hmm. And that's where that's where the episode ends. So, what do we think of the episode? I liked it, and we were talking just before we started recording. I think I liked it a lot until the very end. Until until the, Weber got so gross. Until Weber got gross. Yeah, and I mean, like, I think he did a good job with that role. Yeah. Yes, I think I it was unfortunate. Yeah, unfortunate <laughs> that he was that, being gross. That it had to happen that way. Yeah. If they could have come up with a way to make him uh, scary, scary without, without being... the sexual assault. Yeah. It's like like you using sexual assault to be like, well now you actually know he's evil. It's like he's killed at least a se- couple of several people. people. He's evil in enough. horrific ways. Yeah. That's not good. Mm-hmm. And he's about to kill a third. Because I think yeah, I think it was two people that we know of. Yeah, we know of. And now he's about he's about to kill uh Tracy yeah, by having her jump on the And Dean. And Dean. He was about to kill her. Yeah, and so it's like it, why didn't why didn't they have to? I don't know why they felt that they had to do like to be like oh well now you now he's really scary. Yeah. yeah, you you can make him scary without doing that. Something I I thought was uh, interesting, and I went back and double checked because I I thought I'd seen this. Dean's leather jacket. Mm-hmm. He wears it in the beginning while they're on the road and at the roadhouse, and he wears it at the end at the roadhouse. All through the middle of the episode, he's wearing like a like a canvas jacket or, or dark blue denim material mm-hmm. jacket. He's not wearing his leather jacket for like the entire episode, huh. except at the roadhouse and like when they're on the road. And which I just I thought was an interesting costuming choice. Yeah. So we know his leather jacket. It's that's his that's his father's jacket, and he seems to wear it in situations where he needs a little bit more emotional armor. He seems to wear it in situations where he and what it seemed like here he's wearing it in. Situ in so he's wearing like while they're traveling on the road, like at like at the gas station, right, and at the roadhouse where there are other hunters, where he is being perceived in a more more intense like hunter culture atmosphere, right, at a gas station in a more like you know manly more um, combative potentially atmosphere, more potentially more hostile atmosphere. So he's got this leather jacket that gives off a very specific vibe Mm -hmm. and then like while he's doing his actual hunting job when it's just him and sam he's got you know a like a denim jacket or a canvas jacket it was just i thought some interesting costuming decisions happening there yeah that he switches back to the to the leather jacket coming back into the into into the roadhouse Hmm. yeah Probably unintentional. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was intentional. Someone's making those costuming decisions. Yeah. Maybe they filmed both Roadhouse segments on the same day yeah. and then forgot to give him his that's, leather jacket. That's probably most likely, is that those were all filmed at the same time. And then for the location shoots, he was he had a, like the, the other yeah. part of the wardrobe. Yeah. But thematically, it seems to fit that in more um, hunter and aggressive social situations, he's got the uh the, the he's got the leather jacket on that's sort of acting as like his hunter manly man facade thing mm-hmm. um so i just i thought that was an interesting costuming choice mm-hmm. I, I i i liked andy yeah <laughs> i think he's a i think he's a real chill dude he will come back nice uh yeah so we will we will see andy again Good. So that's exciting. But yeah, I, I liked this episode. I remembered the gas station scene in particular. Uh, uh, I mean, 
it's a pretty memorable scene. Yeah. Didn't remember much else about about this episode other than it had the vibes of an evil twin episode. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, do, do we have anything else you want to say about the episode? No, I think so. Okay. So then uh, join us next time when we watch and discuss season two, episode six, No Exit. Sam and Dean investigate the brutal slayings of blonde women from the same apartment building. Mm. Great. Great. It does remind me. There's a uh, the little bit in Oh Hello when he's like, and to pay homage to someone in their like their play, No Exit, we have installed a No Exit sign. <laughs> it's like, which the city of New York informs us is a massive fire hazard. <laughs> I have, I think, vague recollections of the next episode. Is it so, bad? I, I've, I have vague recollections of them running around an apartment building. I don't remember much beyond that, so... But yeah, it's a, it's a, I think it's a ghost that's going after women. Great. I I think it, yeah, great. Great. It's great. So we'll see you, uh, we'll see you next time then for season two, episode six. Until then, I've been a host, Margaret. I've been a host, Patricia. And I've been another host, Bridget. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Special thanks to Pixabay user The Laces Music Dude for the use of their song Brook Music as our theme music. And special thanks to our dad, our first sponsor. Thanks, Dad. You can find us at Three Idgets Pod on most of the internet. And get in touch with us by emailing threeidgetspod at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.